Waltney Group, Remax Results. Welcome to Rochester Real Estate, featuring Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group Remax Results and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning, everyone. It's Andy Brownell, News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM, along with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax Results. Good morning, Robin. Good morning. How are you? I am great. How about yourself? Well, I would like to say I'm all rested up and ready to work, but I'm kind of fighting off a, a cold. We we went on a cruise. We were gone for a week, and it was amazing, and it was continuing education. Do you love that? <laughs> it's our fifth year in a row that we've gone on a January cruise where we get all 15 hours of our required continuing ed. So we come back, and we usually feel like, okay, I'm ready to hit the ground running. My continuing ed's behind me. It's a new year, ready to start the season off, but I'm just battling a little bit of a cold, and it's slowing me down a bit. That's, uh, well, I don't know. I don't know if you should be punished for taking a cruise, but it seems like... <laughs> Maybe. You get, yeah, I don't know. I'll be fine. I feel good. That's the main thing. <laughs> and of course, I'm you know paranoid, so I've tested for COVID two times, but I don't have COVID, so just a cold. Yeah, there's a lot of that going around right now. Tis the season, I guess. It is. It definitely is. Um, well, what's been happening since you've been gone? Have well, you been I've... brought up to date? You know, I've been reading as much as I can so that I'm prepared for this show. Um, I found, I came across some interesting things. Uh, one thing was based on Minnesota rents. And I found this little chart that showed that in 1988, the median rent was $350 a month. <laughs> and in 2022, the median rent was $1,350 a month. Wow. Increased by one thousand dollars. This will date. This will date me. The cheapest rent I ever paid was fifty dollars a month. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was that bad. It really was. I, I was there for a month and a half, and I said I cannot live like this anymore. And uh, the, I think the most I ever paid was seven fifty. Okay, that's. I think that's more than I ever paid. But my first rent was a three hundred and fifty dollar apartment. It was a nice apartment, but I shared it with another gal. So you know, I only paid half of three hundred and fifty. So it was pretty darn good. And now, and, yeah, no, I don't want to rent. That's. I'm glad I don't have to do that. <laughs> glad I don't have to do that. Okay, so as far as real estate goes and buying houses, um, I'll give you a glance at the most recent um, Rochester market report. And this is through um, Thursday, January 19th. Oh, okay. okay. So as of Thursday, we have 98 sales pending. We have 170 properties active. And we have 806 that have sold or closed in the last six months. Okay. So it has slowed down. Oh gosh. Yeah. I mean, you mix like the second half of 2022, as those interest rates went up, the number of sales went down. And then 
throw in the holidays and the end of the year and sure. the dead of the winter and yeah it's slowed down but it's it's going the other direction the phone's ringing like crazy I think I personally have three or four new listings coming up and um, buyers are coming out of the woodwork as well so it's good I just get into the real positive of those three numbers you gave out was the number of active listings it hasn't been that high in a long right. time right and so that's the thing you know, people are saying, oh, but I can't buy right now. The interest rates are high. But this is the deal. Because we have more inventory to choose from, sellers are more willing to negotiate. So you are able to ask for a little money off or ask to have some repairs made after the inspection or ask them to contribute to your closing cost. And I think those days that that's going to happen are going to be short-lived. I'm going to say by, you can mark my word, I'm going to say by um, late spring, early summer, we'll be right back to you're paying full price and you're paying over ask because the interest rates have settled in a little bit. I mean, I've seen people getting uh, locking in at less than 6% for 30-year conventional. Really? Um, customers with good credit. Yep, I have. Have had a couple of them in the last week, so this is good. And I've also seen that, um, you know, even though they're talking about the Fed's raising the rates, again, not the mortgage rate. Nobody seems to think it's going to affect the mortgage rates. So I think we're settled in for a while, and I think that gives people a good peace of mind. And so, you know, last a few months ago, we were thinking, geez, by this time, they're going to be 75 or 8%, but that's not the case. So I think people feel good. And then you pair that with the fact that you can actually go and negotiate a little bit on the price. You end up with a monthly payment. And really, what have I always told you? The only thing that truly is what we're paying per month. Right. It's right? Your, your I mean, that's payment, what pays. Right. When we talk about rents, it's 100% interest, guys. 100%. Because you're building no equity at all in that apartment. And people don't think about, oh, I rent and I pay 100% interest. But that's exactly what it equates to. So it doesn't really matter what the interest rate is per se, as long as your monthly payment fits your budget and you're comfortable paying it because you're still building equity and the price is still going to go up. Maybe not at the, well, definitely not at the same crazy pace it did for the last two years, but the prices are still going to go up. So it's still, real estate's a solid investment and more and more people are embracing it. And I think we're seeing less of the negativity in the media too, because for a while it was just, oh my gosh, <laughs> you turn on the TV like October, November, even into December and it's like, Oh, the world's coming to an end. Don't buy a house. The rates are ridiculous. You can't get it. But fact of the matter is we're still low on inventory. Even though we have 170 active listings, we have more qualified buyers. So time well, to get out there and buy while you can still get a deal, guys. Yeah, that's the key indicator right there. You still have that. It's still a bit of a seller's market. Not Right. And so, but they, I was going to ask you, do you think the psychology of this now that you've seen the rates settle into this range and it's that, that angst that occurred when the rates went up is kind of diminished people? Yes. Are, oh, this yep. is the way it is. I do. Okay. Yep, I do. Good. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be good. And um, I will say that as far as what we have for active listings, we have one listing that's under 100,000. We have 15 that are between 100 and 200. This is a number that's going to blow you away. 
200 to 300 which is traditionally always the most popular price point and the lowest in inventory there are 37 available right there now there you go between 300 and 400 there's another 29 and between 400 and 500 another 21 500 and 600 there's 14 between 6 and 700 there's another 14 between 700 and 800 there's 13 and then the high priced houses so 800 and above there's only a total of let's see 12 13 14 26 total and eight of them are between eight and nine hundred four between nine hundred and a million we have one listing between a million and a million one we have one between a million one and a million two now there are five between a million two and a million three and there's one between a million three and a million four and we have six listings at a million four and above oh wow i know it's crazy so those are obviously new construction but um yeah it's, it's quite a bit so the market average this number has changed so much the market average right now is 498681 and the market median is 433450 that remains very elevated isn't it something? And I can remember when a million-dollar listing in Rochester, Minnesota was a pretty rare event. Oh, yeah. And now, you know, six houses over a million four, five between a million two and a million three. I mean, those are some high-end houses. So definitely our um, market is changing, and we're getting more and more and more expensive homes. And when your median market price is four thirty-three, four fifty, that's... That's pretty high. Now, the ones that sold and closed in the past, the 806 that have sold and closed in the past six months, the median market for that was 365,446. Oh. So, so right now, there's just more expensive homes because guess what? Those are the ones that are taking longer to sell because sure. those are the ones that people aren't excited to buy when the interest rates went up. Sure. They'll just stay put. And especially, we've talked about this, because they're situated in the house that they've probably refinanced in the last couple of years. They're locked in for the next 28 to 30 years with a pretty desirable interest rate. So they're saying, you know what, we'll just live in this house a little bit packed, a little bit crowded, but with this nice low interest rate that we know we can't get again instead of moving up to that bigger house. Even though if they calculated out their monthly payments, they might find out it would be okay. Exactly. Huh. And I mean, we don't really have a, a exorbitant amount of inventory in many of the price ranges, like all the way up to 700000 we are still uh, at a two-month absorption rate. So if all of those sold within the next two months, we'd be out of inventory 700000 above, below, rather. Oh, okay. So it's not like we're sitting here with a huge excess of listings, okay? And then 700 to 800 we've got five months' worth. 800 to 900 we've got eight months' worth. 900 to a million we've got 2.7 months worth but boy if you're um sitting there right now with a house on the market between one million two and one million three those five that we have listed provides us with 30 months worth 
So, like I said, people aren't moving up into that high price range right now by design. But that seems like what I would see in a normal market. In my opinion, you would yeah. see the, yep. but on yep. the other No, you're absolutely uh, right. Yeah. Yep, um, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. The one number that I always want to hear about is the average days on market. Okay. Average days on market. Uh, right now, for days on market, the average is 73 and the median is 78. Okay. Now, just to give you an idea how it's that has still changed. still less than three months. It's still less than three months, but those 806 homes that sold in the last six months, the average days on market was 31 and the median days on market was 18. So if you saw houses in your neighborhood selling just four or five months ago in 18 or 20 days, you're going to be extremely discouraged when yours is taking 78. I mean, it's just normal. But the bottom line is, is it's only because we have a little more inventory and because some of our buyers put the brakes on. Now those buyers are seeping back out in. So I think um, that median next time we talk about that, we might see it drop a little bit. But six months from now, I can promise you it'll be back down to Maybe, probably not 30 and 31, but right around 45 is my prediction. Okay. Well. Okay, you write that down so we can compare my I, notes, okay? I, I remember. <laughs> Don't worry. All right. Okay. We do have to take a break, Robin. Uh, we'll do that, and we'll, we'll turn in just a moment with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax Results, on News Talk 1340, KROC AM, and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Shop Menards today. Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back, everyone. Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group, Remax Results with myself this morning, Andy Brownell. Um... All the statistics we just talked about, Robin, seem like, once again, more of a normalization of the real estate marketplace, not the not the doom and gloom and catastrophe that we saw in all the cable TV news channels and the headlines a few months ago. That, exactly. It's so important. I have to tell you, I still get people call me and say, is there going to be a big foreclosure boom? Are a lot of people going to lose their houses? I mean, I know the housing market is crashing. I'm like, wait a minute, wait, what? Where are you getting this information? No. So let me say this. Today is nothing like 2008. And I want to share some really um, important key variables between what happened in 2008 and what's going on today. Okay? Yeah. So job cuts, nets of gains and losses. The last housing cycle in 2008, there were 8 million jobs cut or lost. In the current housing cycle, that number is zero. Right. Okay. Zero. Gains, right. Yeah, zero. Total jobs, household survey, the last housing cycle, 138 million people had jobs. In the current cycle, 158 million. Now, it seems crazy because it seems like everybody still needs more help, but there are more people working now. 158 million jobs versus 138 million back then. That explains the worker shortage. Yes. So 
subprime loans, okay? They were prevalent in 2008. There were so many of them. Now there are virtually none, okay? New construction in the previous five years. So we're talking how many houses were built between 2003 and 2008 when the housing market crashed. There were 7.65 million built in those five years previous to 2008. Currently, in the past five years, there have only been 4.6 million built. So three million less houses, fewer houses. I'm actually surprised okay. that it was four million. I thought it would have been lower. Yeah, well, nationwide, of course. Yeah, but of course. yeah, I don't feel like we've yeah we've been definitely slow around here. Inventory on the market. Um, in 2008, there were somewhere between 3.8 and 4 million homes on the market. Today, there is somewhere between 1 to 1.2 million. So, essentially a fourth, okay? Um, the mortgage delinquency. Now, this is where I'm telling people, don't sit back and wait for this plethora of foreclosures to be coming at you because it's probably not going to happen. Um, in 2008, there were 10.1% of the mortgages were delinquent, and now it currently it's 2.6%. And the homes in foreclosure, back in 2008, it was 4.6% of the homes were in foreclosure. Currently, it's 0.6%. Six percent, so not even one percent. Six. Yeah. So it's there's nothing, no similarities whatsoever between what happened with the housing crash of 2008 and the big COVID upset that's created all the chaos right now. Okay. Everything you're describing now points to a strong real estate market, just Absolutely. Not, not the hyper insane market that we had. Thank God. How many? times so I have to say thank God. I mean that could not keep going like that. It was absolute craziness. So yeah, now we're back to boy, you want to look at houses? We might have four, five, six, we might have seven, eight to see. Let's go look at all of them. Then let's make a decision and then let's put together a good solid offer without having to worry about how much over do we have to offer to get this house. And guess what? We can even ask for an inspection. And then once we do the inspection, we can even expect the seller to contribute towards some of the improvements. So it's a much, much more sane time to be a buyer than it was a year and a half ago. What I like about it if I was in the buying mode would be that I could put together that list of you know absolute needs with you and then my list right. of wants with you and right. I might actually find something that addresses most of those rather than oh we're gonna have to go with this one because odds are this one will get snatched up and this is as close as we'll ever get even though it's not really meeting all my needs exactly so, you know, we are hearing, everybody's saying, oh, okay, so Robin, maybe the housing market isn't going to crash, but what do you say about the recession? Because, you know, two out of three economists are forecasting a recession in 2023. So how does that affect, yeah, and how does that affect the housing market? Well, honestly, I'm going to tell you one thing. A recession does not mean falling home prices, okay? So... Basically, I have a little chart that shows me that historically, 
there's a graph, I wish you could see it, that going all the way back to 1980, home prices appreciated in four of the last six recessions, okay, appreciated. And in the other two, they just basically, well, other than, of course, 2008, Right. but in 1981, they dropped by a percent, but then in 2008, they dropped by almost 20%, 19.7%. But when we had a recession in 1980, home prices went up by 6.1%. And well, I said 1981. I made a mistake. It was 1991. I need glasses. In 1981, when we had a recession, home prices went up by 3.5%. It was 1991 when they dropped by a percent. And then in 2001, we had a recession and house prices went up by 6.5%. And then in 2008 was the one, the only recession that everybody remembers. And that's when the home prices went down by 19.7%. And in 2020, when we had a recession, uh, home prices went up by 6%. So I just want people to understand that a recession definitely doesn't mean you're about, you're going to start losing the value in your home. Right. Okay. Very clear. And it, yeah, very clear. And research also helps paint the picture of how recession does impact the cost of mortgage rates. Okay. And I have another graph that shows that guess what happens to mortgage rates, Andy, during recessions? Usually they drop. They drop. In 1980, they dropped by 4.25%. In 1981, by 5%. In 1991, by 2.25%. In 2001, by 0.63, so not even a percent. But then in 2008, even in that crazy, you know, prices dropped by 19.7%, the interest rate still dropped by 1.13%. And in 2020, they dropped by 1%. So... Seriously, in 2023, market experts are saying that mortgage rates will stabilize, just like I was talking about. You know, we've seen the peak last year, and that's because mortgage rates tend to respond to inflation. Sure. So, um, big takeaway is you don't need to fear the word recession when it comes to housing, okay? In fact, experts say that recession would be a mild, and housing will play a key role in a quick economic rebound. Hallelujah. Buy those houses, people. Okay. We do have to take another break, Robin. We'll do that back in a moment with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax Results here at News Talk 1340, KROCAM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROCAM and 96.9 FM. They say they'll get your biggest tax refund. Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group Remax Results and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're chatting with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax results this morning. And Robin, before we run out of time, do you have any new listings you want to share with us? I do, I do. And some that aren't exactly new, but you know they're less than 78 days on the market, so they're still very prime. Um, I have a coming soon out in Byron. This is 529 2nd Avenue Southwest in Byron. And it's just a cool house that sits not far from town. If you know that intersection where you turn right to go to Quick Trip, yep. the original Quick Trip. Okay, then you turn left, and it's just a little ways down that road.
Road. Really beautiful setting. It's a two-story with 2,000 square feet on the above ground with a total of 2,962 square feet, four beds, four baths. It's got a two-car garage, and it is coming on the market for 515000 that's a okay, nice, nice so house. we've got yeah, it's a nice size nice house and a nice little acreage. It's a nice little spot. Um, I've got a beautiful two-story up on Phoenix Road Southwest, twenty-two seventy-three Phoenix Road. Um, this one's been sitting on the market for a little bit, but recently the price got dropped significantly, so it's five hundred and twenty-five thousand. And I've noticed a lot of showings have been coming on because now it must have hit the sweet spot. So hopefully that one will go quickly. So if you've been watching that one um, just so you know that price has dropped and it's not too late to jump in and get it we've got a nice affordable one at 4215 manor woods drive that's a five bed four bath it's got two car garage it's a two-story with a total of 2291 square feet and that's 34999 um, got a nice little uh, condo up at 85 Connor circle it's a two bed two bath two car garage with a total of 1200 just under 1200 square feet 1196 for 2749 um, out in Casson we've got 610 2nd Street oh actually I lied I accepted an offer on that one okay. I won't tell you about that one um, and in Byron we have 43 13th Street Northeast and that one is a four bed four bath built in 2022 so new construction is actually under construction and that one is going to be 614.9 and then we've got Coral Court you know that place up by the Mayo Northeast yep. we've got a really nice unit up there four beds three baths two car garage just under 3,000 square feet for 444.9 and one last one is a lovely house up on Starburst Drive it's a really unique uh, split level three level split built in 2015 that is 509 so lots of pretty houses lots of great prices and um, lots of inventory to choose from so happy house hunting and certainly if you need help please give me a call and I would love to assist you my phone number is 507-259-4926 all right Robin until we can chat again next week thank you so much all right you have Talk a great, soon. great weekend with great week that's Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax results here on News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 90s. This is News 